Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcasts. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Uh, Today we're going to talk about a guy in the Old Testament named Jonathan. Uh, And I wonder if anybody here is like me and you like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's one of my absolute favorites. Um, Partly probably because I love it when little guys play the heroes. And there's a couple of guys in the Old Testament that kind of remind me of Frodo Baggins and Samwise Gamgee. Their names are David and Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan, he might be the sidekick. Uh, But like Sam, he's just as much the hero role uh, that needs to exist for the main hero to become the hero. Um, You think about it, if you know the movie at all, if Sam wasn't there at the end of the movie, the the ring of power never would have gotten into that river of fire uh, and the whole world would have been destroyed. Uh, Jonathan is kind of that character in the Jonathan and David story. He's the son of Saul, uh, the very man that David is destined to take over the king's throne from. But Jonathan is best friends with this man who's going to take over uh, the place that should have been his as king. And so as you listen to a little bit of Jonathan's story, I want you to think about your own life. You come across problems every day. And sure, maybe they're not as big as Jonathan's problems, but they're problems nonetheless. And problems in life require decisive and courageous action. So think about this as you hear Jonathan's story. Are you okay with seeing problems around you and doing nothing to help them? Are you willing to go out of your way to do something godly that that maybe changes the course of your life or somebody else's life for the better? See, the Israelites were in a standstill against the Philistines. There were 3,000 men versus 3,000 men. But the Israelites had no weapons because the Philistines had cut them off from any blacksmiths. And scripture says that they they were quaking in fear while hiding away in caves and pits and hiding behind rocks. And Jonathan decided to do something about it. He crosses over towards the enemy's cliff, and he tells his armor bearer, we are going to cross over toward the men and let them see us. If they say to us, wait here until we come to you, we will stay where we are, and we're not going to go up to them. But if they say, come to us, we will climb up, because that will be our sign that the Lord has given them into our hands. The Philistines, in fact, called them out to come to them. And Jonathan and his, and his guy, they go and they kill 20 of the Philistine soldiers. And then we read this in scripture. It says, Then panic struck the whole army, those in the camp and the field, and those out in the outposts and raiding parties, and the ground shook. It was a panic sent by God. Saul's lookouts at Gibeah in, in Benjamin saw the army melting away in all directions. Then Saul said to the men who were with him, Muster the forces and see who has left us. When they did, it was Jonathan and his armor bearer that that were not there. Then Saul and all his men assembled uh, and went to the battle. They found the Philistines in total confusion, striking each other with their swords. Those Hebrews who had previously been with the Philistines and had gone up with them to their camp went over to the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. When all the Israelites who had hidden in the hill country of Ephraim heard that the Philistines were on the run, they joined the battle in hot pursuit. So the, day, so the Lord rescued Israel that day, and the battle moved on beyond Beth-Avon. Uh, Saul's men were scared of the Philistines. And so Jonathan, he took the only steps that he could to get them going again. When in a difficult situation that's beyond your control, 
Will you give in to the moment or will you work to find a solution? See, too many people have give up attitudes. Winners in life don't always necessarily win, but they, they really don't go down without a fight. And some of us, we're living in a way that, that we're kind of going down without a fight. It's easy to play the role of victim, but victims don't win. And, and people win when they don't see themselves as victims. So how did Jonathan step up and make a difference? Number one, he saw a problem. He saw that David needed rescue. He saw that the Israelites were consumed with fear. Um, secondly, he saw a way to fix the problem God's way. Not his own way. He, he sought out God and, and he saw the way to fix the problem God's way. The third thing is he acted decisively and courageously. He didn't just see a way out. He acted upon it. In all this, we can't forget that Jonathan, Jonathan had a hero around him as well. His armor bearer was just as much a hero as he was. You probably won't see ways to fix problems and act decisively and courageously if, if you have uh, th- that victim mentality going on around you. For some of us, that's what our problem is. We need to be, have that winning kind of attitude uh, and, and not hold back uh, to see problems in life and, and to go out and, and to let God use us to fix them. Number one, don't be content with letting problems go unchanged. Your problems are going to carry greater consequences down the road than they probably are going to carry right now. Uh, secondly, do this. Ask God how to go about making changes. It is respectable to make the effort to fix your problems, but if you don't go about it the right way, there's a good chance that, that you're going to create a bigger problem than you're even going to help. And then the third thing I want you to think about is this. Begin the change that is needed ASAP. And it's going to require you to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. The biggest lie that anybody ever uses is, I'm going to do this after such and such. Um, You know, if you don't do things right away, a lot of times it never happens. If you know that you need to make a change in your life, make it now. Or else you're going to end up putting it off for a long time usually. Stepping up and acting decisively to initiate change it's, it's not a self-centered thing. When we see problems in other people's lives, ask God how you can make a positive difference. Step out of your comfort zone uh, the way that God allows you to be an agent of change. And if there's one thing I think that all godly people have in common, it's this. They never stay the same. They're always looking to grow. So how do we connect Jesus to this story? Jesus himself was a problem fixer. He fixed our problem of sin by going to the cross for us. That wasn't a problem that we could fix for ourselves, and so he did it. But he's also called us, us to be part of the problem fixers in this world for his sake while we're living here on this earth. It's following in Jesus' footsteps to make the world a better place when he gives us the ability to do so. So let's do that this week. Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you so much. Um, first off, that Jesus came into this world to die for each and every one of us that Jesus fixed a problem that I couldn't fix myself. And God, there are people in my life that, that maybe they're struggling in ways that where they can't, they can't be their own problem fixer. And because I have the Spirit of God in me, maybe I can be a person to help them fix those problems. Help us to do that this week. Help us to see problems, to ask you how to, how to fix them, and to let you use us to be problem fixers in this world. We love you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.